You are listening to Wealth Wisdom. On this podcast, you will hear from a wide range of thinkers as they discuss what it takes to be prosperous in business, finance, and more. This live recording is from speaker Mark Allen's Millionaire Course Seminar, published by New World Library. Mark Allen is the co-founder of New World Library and the author of Visionary Business, an Entrepreneur's Guide to Success. To purchase this audio program and other New World Library audio titles on CD and audio download, please visit www.learnoutloud.com slash newworldlibrary. For more books and audios that will inspire and challenge you to improve the quality of your life and your world, please visit www.newworldlibrary.com. Imagine your ideal scene. I went back and forth, pacing back and forth, and I said, okay, imagine five years have passed and things have gone as well as I can imagine. What would my life look like? And I immediately had this big ideal scene. It felt huge at the time. It felt huge. I had my own business that was profitable, cruising along like a ship is the image I had somehow. And I wrote books. I had published all these books. I'd never written a book. And I did my own music. I had albums of my own music out that I'd produced. I'd never done that. I'd played music, but I didn't have an album I'd produced. And I had a beautiful white home on a hill in Marin County, a far cry from my little slum apartment in Oakland. I remember so clearly that day because I and I remember my thoughts I remember the ideal scene and how good it felt and then I remember as soon as I envisioned it all these doubts and fears rushed in and these doubts and fears are very specific and very focused very reasonable and rational I remember they said have your own business and write music and write books and get into real estate that's way too much Mark Just pick one thing and focus on that. You should focus on one thing. You're too scattered all over the place. And I thought about that for a while, and I went back and forth with all that. And then I remembered making a deal with myself. I'd heard about Buckminster Fuller. I'd read a little about him. But the one thing I'd heard about him was, when he was young, he decided to live his life as an experiment. And I remembered that that phrase, experiment. And I ended up using it, on hindsight I can see, to overcome all my doubts and fears. Because all these doubts and fears came up around my ideal scene. And then as I thought my ideal scene through, not only did I want all these things out there, I realized the most important thing was internal. The most important thing was my own peace of mind. And the quality of my life, the day-to-day quality, I did not want to be a type A workaholic. And here I remembered a phrase I'd read in a book by this Unity Church minister named Catherine Ponder. I wanted to do everything in an easy and relaxed manner in a healthy and positive way. So I put that out. That was the most important thing in my ideal scene. In an easy and relaxed manner, I wanted to create my own business, write books, write music, have a beautiful house on a hill, have a wonderful family. I was single. Well, doubts and fears said, impossible. Not only is it impossible to achieve all that for you, but 
it's impossible for anyone to do it in an easy and relaxed manner. What are you talking about? It's not easy. Starting your own business, writing books, writing and producing music, it's not easy. It's impossible to do it in an easy, relaxed manner. That was the voice of my doubts and fears. It made perfect sense. In fact, I believed it. But I remembered the phrase about experimenting with your life. And so I said to my doubts and fears, literally, I'll be pacing back and forth, I'm talking to myself. I said, here's the deal, doubts and fears. I'm going to experiment. Give me a year. If it works well, give me two years to try this experiment where I will go for this ideal scene. I will do whatever I can do in an easy and relaxed manner, in my own unique, lazy way. And that's the experiment. Dodson Fierce said, won't work at all. Impossible. Are you kidding? You can't start a business and be as lazy as you are. <laughs> I remember very clearly. And I, I said, you know, you're probably right. I really thought my doubts and fears were probably right. And the probable scenario would be, I would talk him into experimenting for a year. And after a year, I would have to say to my doubts and fears, you're right. It was impossible to do it in my own lazy way. It was a worthwhile experiment. That's how I talked my doubts and fears into it. I said, give me a year or two. What difference does it make? I'm totally broke now. I <laughs> could it get worse. I mean, little did I know it could get worse. Five years later, I was 65000 in credit card debt. That was the deal I made with my doubts and fears. I said, give me a year. I'm going to go for my ideal scene and go for it in my ideal way, in an easy and relaxed manner. Because I realized that was the most important thing. What did I really want a big white house on a hill for? I wanted it because it symbolized having attained something. What? Having attained what? Really, the life of my dreams. What is that? Well, that's a life of ease. We had this phrase, the life of Riley, I remember when I was a kid. The life of Riley was this image of, you know, having it made, kicking back, spending a lot of time in a hammock, relaxing. Well, that whole phrase has kind of disappeared from our cultural consciousness. And that whole image of being a relaxed, successful person has kind of disappeared. Most successful people in this culture are type A workaholics, and we revere that. Look at how much energy they have. Boy, they have breakfast meetings. <laughs> you know? <laughs> breakfast meetings, lunch meetings, dinner meetings. Then they go to the symphony opening, and you know, they don't have any time for their kids, and they're never home, and... They don't see their kids grow up, but we appreciate their energy. Well, I just never had that kind of energy. And so I wanted to see, can I do it my own way? As I say, make this all your own. If you are a high-energy person, like my friend Shakti Gawain is a high-energy person. She would sit up in bed in the morning with this incredible energy and make her list and start her day and... It would take me. I would get up <laughs> three hours later, and then it would take me another three hours to get halfway up to her energy level. I had to find my latte. I had to have my, you know, my strong coffee. And slowly, by early afternoon, I start to 
wake up. That's just my natural energy. I never was a morning person. As a kid in camp, I remember the kids dragging me out of my sleeping bag. I was the last one up, and I wanted some more sleep. My eyes were still heavy. I Give me ten more minutes. And I, I wondered, how come they're so awake? I, I just wanted to curl up in a ball and sleep another hour. And that's how I am in the mornings. So can I create the life I want and still be lazy? That became my quest. Is that possible? It seemed like a worthwhile experiment. You know, definitely worthwhile. It went counter to everything I learned, every success motivational speaker. They exhaust me. I can't stand more than 30 seconds of those, those guys. And they're all type A to me. So I said, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to try it my way. I really thought, I really thought when I got down to it, my doubts and fears were right. After a year, I would say, you know, you're right. You can't do it in an easy and relaxed manner. That was what I really thought. But I negotiated with them. I said, give me a year. I'm going to try this wild experiment. I'm going to sleep as late as I want, but I'm going to go for my ideal scene. Later on, I realized, I came to realize slowly that that affirmation turned out to be probably the most powerful thing I did, where I tacked on I listed all my goals, and I affirmed in an easy and relaxed manner in a healthy and positive way. I now have a successful publishing company in an easy and relaxed manner in a healthy and positive way. Years later, looking back, having my successful publishing company, I realized those words overcame so many of my doubts and fears. Affirming that it would be easy overcame all these thoughts. It won't be easy. It's not easy. Starting your own business is not easy. It's the opposite of easy. It's so difficult. It's so challenging. I kept saying, it's going to be easy. I kept saying, it's going to be relaxed. Doubts and fears, it isn't relaxed. It's very stressful. Starting your own business, that's very stressful. Being out there on your own, being entrepreneurial, starting your own business, and then working with people, it's so hard to delegate. There's so many problems. You have no money? I had no money. I didn't have a rich family or anything, unlike some success people I knew that preach about how you can be successful, and they were bored with a trust fund. (laughs) I had no trust fund whatsoever. But those words, in an easy and relaxed manner, in a healthy and positive way, were the four most powerful words I repeated in overcoming so many of my doubts and fears. So... I wrote down my ideal scene. That was step one. And I got a folder. And I'll talk about the folder. I say, get some kind of folder. I just had a simple folder with pockets. Years later, I just had a simple file folder. But take a simple folder with pockets. And eventually, you want to write something on the front. Over the years, I've had many different things I've written. And I even have my old folders here that I brought. This is the first folder I had, this full-color folder with pockets, a picture of mountains. And I wrote on it, I am now creating the life I want. And I signed it, Mark Allen, in big letters. Years later, I added whammy at the top when I decided to take a whammy and take a quantum leap. I had that folder for years, 
with my ideal scene and all these other things in it. Then for years I had just a simple file folder. At some point I put plan for prosperity and fulfillment on it. And then at one point I even put magician's toolkit on a little folder. Magician's toolkit, I like that. You may or may not resonate with those words. And then for the last maybe five years or so, I have, again, another folder with pockets. I have a little picture of the earth on it. And on the front I've written, I am guided by spirit every moment. Whatever you write on it is very personal and can change over the years. But take your folder and take a sheet of paper and go to the, the second one. The first one has the 12 steps that we're going to go through here. And then the first sheet of paper just says, Ideal scene. It is now the year blank and add five years to the year. I am now living my ideal scene. And I encourage you all right now to just write whatever comes to mind for your ideal scene. Put it in writing. Later on you may want to go refine it and go on longer, whatever. But take some time right now to put whatever comes to mind. Five years have passed. You've been so inspired by this seminar that your life is transformed. And things are just working for you, clicking on all cylinders in an easy and relaxed manner. And five years have passed, and you've created the life you want. What do you do with your time? What do you have around you? And most importantly, what kind of person are you? This simple exercise changed my life. And remember, it's ideal. Let it be ideal at first. A few years ago, I picked up uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I saw the second habit is begin with the end in mind. I thought, boy, that says it in a very brief way, very clear, focused way. Begin with the end in mind. One NBA basketball player said, I shoot for the moon, and if I don't make it, I'm still up there among the stars. And I wrote, I wrote up my ideal scene, and looking at them, looking at the page, I realized within this ideal scene are a bunch of goals.